Aloha, everybody, and welcome to The Joystick Show, a podcast where three friends from high school in Hawaii get together to chat about the latest things we've watched, read, and played. I'm Thomas, and I'm joined with Scott. How's it? And today we have an amazing, talented, very special guest. Uh, we got connected through a mutual friend, Yaya. Shout out to Yaya in Honolulu. Yeah, she's, yeah. <laughs> yeah she's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a fellow Pacific Islander, a talented actor, voice actor, and writer. We are here with Tom Tarkong Michelson. Tom, how's how it? You doing? <laughs> how's it, guys? Thanks for having me. Happy to be <laughs> on here. Cruise with some local boys for uh, for a change. Gee, all right, Ooh. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's why you were like, you know, I was doing some deep Instagram stalking. I'm like, this is the guy that has to be on the show. Like, you, this is the brand right now here. I'm thinking He's, about what are my like old posts. Oh god, maybe they're like cringe. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> no, actually, one that I think some of your old super fans may like, and something I desperately want to see again. When can we expect to see mail order Clint again? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's a good deep cut. Wow, you guys did your research. That's I right. Love it. Yeah, dude. Joystick show don't play. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's such a funny character. Oh, awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was uh that was a character that I created through the Groundlings, which is you know in a comedy improv school here in LA. And um, yeah, I got to perform that on the Groundlings stage. Um and, uh, you know, I, I definitely am not one to boast, but I could tell that character did very well. You know what I mean? Like it was, a it was a lot of fun and people, people loved it. And, uh, you know, and it's funny cause, um, like that is just the most extreme, weird, crazy parts of just myself, which is hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, for people who listening who don't know, like it was this like nerd character who like carried around this like toy lightsaber and like, I didn't, that's not a prop. <laughs> I didn't buy that for the show. I had that already. You know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of thing. And plus all the clothes is like, I have that X-Men shirt that I wore. Like that's all my normal outfit. The only thing I threw on was a weird wig. And, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, uh, and yes, yeah, so just like weird, nerdy, awkward guy. And it's, Cause it's kind of one of those things, you know, like I, I'm a very outgoing person and I'm a very sociable, but I think like, all, like everybody, and especially people who might come from like the nerd community, you know, it's, 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 you can be awkward sometimes, you know, especially talking about your fandoms with other people mm-hmm. who aren't fans of all the nerdy things we love. So, uh, exactly. I just channeled that, uh, kind of awkwardness of trying to connect with somebody and not really being able to, but thinking you are, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a really fun character. You know, it's, uh, I've talked with some friends. We always talk about maybe I'm filming or writing some new sketches, especially in the slow times with all the strikes happening right now in Hollywood. Right. So hey, right. you might see him, you might see him pretty soon. Uh, where, uh, I'm talking with some friends right now, but putting some stuff together. And, uh, if it's not him, it'll definitely be some other sketches, but definitely we want to bring, uh, Clint back for some funny, uh, some funny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad uh, you guys watched it and liked it. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. That had me cracking up. Um, based on that, though, you talked a little bit about working with Groundlings. Yeah. Can you give us a little taste of what that was like and how has improv kind of shaped your world? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. The Groundlings is uh, it was was pretty amazing and scary uh, in a lot of ways. It's it's like one, if not the like premier comedy improv character school in in definitely in LA and definitely one of the top in the country or if not world. And so, you know, when I went in, I was expecting it to kind of be almost like school, right? Like I'd get there and I'd learn Mm -hmm. and all right, let's do this. But I didn't realize that there's a lot of internal pressure 
people put on themselves when they go. Oh yeah. And yeah. almost immediately without people really trying, it was, it's, it felt so competitive because, oh, because oh. you're getting in there and like, you have to pass to go to the next level. Right. And then, yeah. Uh, and then you go to the next level. And then theoretically, you know, like uh, there's less and less spots as you go up. And then to be one of the groundlings, there's what, maybe like 20 spots, give or take. And those yeah. are the people getting picked for Saturday night live. Right. Yes, so right. as you go, like it gets super competitive and, and it, and that was the one thing I, uh, I loved it, but that was one thing I didn't like. Cause I was like, Oh man, I'm not trying to like it, comedy is so, so subjective and mm-hmm. it's, and I'm not competing really against anybody else. I'm just trying to get good myself and I'm trying to perform and, you know, uh, get out there and get on stage, get reps and, and it was, uh, so it was, it was interesting. And maybe that was part of just the whole learning curve of coming to LA and Hollywood in general, but it was really competitive. Right. And there were people like after a bad improv scene, which we've all had, if you've done improv and oh, you know, yeah. some of we us, it's most, it's most of our bad scene. Yeah. Most of our scenes are not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's people in the hallways like screaming at themselves, like punching wall. Um, and I'm like, Oh yeah. man, this is improv. Yeah, you got Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. it's supposed to be fun. Chill, <laughs> right? It's supposed right. to be yeah. fun, and it was uh, as you move up, it gets uh, in a lot of, in some ways, not as fun. But that being said, it was an invaluable experience, and I wouldn't have had that character plan if it wasn't for that. And I've met some lifelong friends that you know that I collaborate and, and work on projects with to this day from that. So, no, it, it was an amazing experience, and uh, and it was a really interesting way to. To, to do improv, improv differently. Like, I'm not sure if you guys do a lot of character improv and, and improv that you've done. Usually I mean, it's we, like games, right? Like, yeah, we, we haven't done improv slapper. together <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in years, but we, I mean, there was a time we were definitely doing character stuff. Now, oh, for uh, sure. I need to practice because yeah. mine are terrible. Scott still kills it, but. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Still a lot of fun. Yeah, we did a little, like, we did short form, we did some long form stuff. Oh, nice. And, like some themed stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, for me, but it's been, it has been years. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I just kind of fell into improv, kind of naturally, just being a you know outgoing, you know, uh, pr- person who you know, and then who likes to make people laugh, and uh, and I didn't even know like I like it's how naive I was even moving out to Hollywood. I didn't even really make that distinction of character. Like in my head, it's kind of like oh, if something comes mm-hmm. up naturally as a character, you're doing it, as opposed to this is a character improv show. And if right. you're not doing a character, then you're you need to get off the stage, kind of a thing, right? That's what I didn't understand oh, I right. when I got to the ground. Like, so I was like, "Oh shit, we're doing like this is like this is like the the NBA." Like, All of a sudden, I'm trying to I'm trying to offer the NBA here, like and, and <laughs> right, right, specific thing. That was the other thing too. It's like I'm just, it's like that I like that quote from Star Trek, the newer ones, where it's like it's like trying to hit a bullet while uh, with a bow and arrow while riding a horse. It's like the specific, specific <laughs> yeah, target. Right. And if you don't hit it, then, you know, then, yeah, then it's, then, yeah, then you're screwed. So yeah, it was interesting because I didn't realize that there was character only improv. And if you go to the groundlings and you aren't doing characters, then they're going to show you the door. So I was like, whoa, damn. Mm-hmm. Well, man, oh, wow. you're massively the characters I've seen already. So <laughs> I, 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 I can understand, like, you're probably nervous, but you crushed it. Everything that I seen oh, online was, I was like, so nervous. damn, that guy's funny. And he's <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing, too, I think, you know, that a lot of performers uh, have and do is like, you always are, as you're human, you're going to have anxiety, you're going to be nervous. But there's, at least for me, I can I can channel that into like, I can, it's almost like I use it as fuel to 
to yeah. to push my performance farther you know it's like it's, it's like it the scarier like the i am the, the, the more yeah exactly i just totally <laughs> channel the dark side or it's like i go super saiyan like in that moment and it grounds me even more where i can just commit even harder um and so which is funny because that's it. one of my little comedy pet peeves it's not a big deal but when i see most of the time there's a few times it's okay but most of the time when i see people break in a sketch scene that just like yeah, irks man. me so much. It's like, dude, you need to be in it, you know? Right. Um, don't don't right. watch any of said, our old improv. <laughs> don't do it. No, no, no. That <laughs> being said, I broke before. And there are times, like there's that recent SNL sketch uh, with um, Ego Wodum where she's oh, cutting okay. the meat on the table. And yes. um, was it Pedro, Pedro Pascal? Pascal? Yes. Loses it, right? <laughs> yeah, that kills me. So like there are times where it's great. I'm just saying as a general kind of, you know, and this is my own self-imposed rule even right. for myself it's like <laughs> right uh, you know I, if you're not if you have time to break you're, you know maybe you're you're not paying attention i think that's because that's a problem i have you know mm, uh, yeah, like maybe i'm not paying attention so I, like, I need to be in this right now but in any case right yeah we uh, always notice yeah, sometimes with, oh, oh go for it scott oh no i was gonna say when, when you see someone who like never breaks break like oh, that's yes. like you, you feel like it's even funny oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, i never laughs like, like watching laugh will ferrell like, break is like the best thing whereas watching jimmy <laughs> fallon do it is not that funny because it happens yeah, yeah, every yeah. other right every other sketch that's true doing. he was so the that, king you're of exactly breaking. right scott you're exactly right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, props to you for even doing it. That's just incredible. Oh, thanks, I, yeah. I think we had something else. Scott, did you want to ask him the next thing? Oh, yeah. So sorry to uh, bring it back to Clint. But with Clint, we recognize um, you are a nerd just like us. So <laughs> right. uh, when did the love of nerd pop culture start for you? Um, hmm. I would say uh, I was kind of always exposed to it. Um, you know, I, I grew up in I grew up in Micronesia. We didn't even have cable TV, but my dad had like the Star Wars VHSs, oh, and wow. so that was one of a thing where I don't even remember the first time I watched it. It would just be on sometimes, kind of a thing. And I remember, mm -hmm. you know, not even knowing, you know, like what movie I was even watching. Was it a New Hope? Was it Empire? Like, it was one of those things where it would be on sometimes. Just yeah, and then you so, catch a scene here, a scene yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. It was just right. something I was aware of. But the I think the thing that really turned me to the dark side, <laughs> to bring back <laughs> to that, was X Men: The Animated Series. Like that, yes, hit me, hit me yeah, at man. my at my age at a perfect time where I was like, oh shit, these. These can be like heavy. And, and I remember there was that scene in one of the early episodes where there was a mutant who was being uh, targeted by the Friends of Humanity. And he's like, I, I don't even have powers. I just look weird. And they were like hating on. I remember me being right. a little kid. I think I, I understood the, you know, what they were trying to say. And, and, it, and it turned on light bulbs in my head about, oh, man, like you can treat people differently just for being and looking different. And little things like that. It awoke my mind. Right. In a way, I didn't even right. realize, but it was X-Men, the animated series, for sure. Oh that's what God. started it. And uh, and that's why, to this day, X-Men's my, like, number one, yeah. like, everything. And it's, and it's 90, Scott. Jim Lee, X-Men in particular, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, move over, Scott. I got a new best friend now. That was, that was, <laughs> oh, that was the right answer. Was X-Men for you too, Thomas? <laughs> yeah, so I just put out a video on our channel reacting yeah. to the picture of Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Oh. 
logging. Yes. So oh, I just yeah. put out. I, that's right. You, uh, I saw you comment on the what I posted about it too, where I'm like, yeah, this is what we wanted, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I went up to my wife after I was like, this might be the second happiest day of my life. And she's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Are you about to cry? I'm like, I think I'm about to cry. She's like, get oh, the God. F out of here. But oh God, yeah, that's so uh, funny. That show, incredible. And yeah, I relate to that so much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so here's my X-Men, one of my X-Men stories. Uh, so uh, being, a, I went to, you know, I went to Midpack in uh, Oahu and I would go back to Palau for like summers and Christmas when the dorm was closed. And mm-hmm. um, I, X-Men, the movie in 2000 came out over the summer, like June or July. And of course I was in Palau. Right There's near no my birthday. Oh, was it? Oh man. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must have been the best birthday ever. Ever. All the friends. That's what we did. I brought all the friends to the movie. I was like, dad, oh. can I bring my friends to this? And that's what we did for my birthday. Well, did it come out in May? I don't remember I don't if it was remember. May. It was either May or June. But yeah. I remember I didn't get back to Hawaii until August because school was starting. So okay. I had those were the longest like three months summer of my life. <laughs> and the minute I got back, so I was staying with my auntie who lives in uh, Makakilo. Okay. And um, this was before uh, Kapolei became Second City and all that stuff. Uh, and yeah. and right. so I... I remember I got to her house and I made plans. Like I didn't even like ask for a ride because I, I was like too shamed to like ask her. She already was like hosting me and, and she's the sweetest. And I didn't like asking right. her. Stuff. Anyway, yeah. I was like, can get I go that. watch a movie? I'm going to walk. She's like, you're going to walk. I was like, yeah. And I walked from her house in Makakilo to the Kapolei theaters, which was probably about like three and a half, four miles. <laughs> and it's like, up the, the Makakilo Hill too. <laughs> and yeah. I was no complaints. I walked right. And I timed, I got rocked up, walked right up to like an 1130 movie. Cause I just got in the night before, like one, Heck please. Yeah. X <laughs> And I walked out. was yeah. the greatest freaking movie ever. You know what I mean? Like getting to see them on screen for the first time. Oh God, that was amazing. So yeah, that X-Men Absolutely. movie. Oh my God. So good. Yeah, it's up there oh, in cinematic experiences for me too. It's like yeah. that. I already said it. In uh, Infinity War, Endgame. You oh, can yeah. actually watch the video. But wait, which uh, theater yeah. did you watch X Men at? And uh, it was in a Milani, or did you go like uh, Milani Consolidated Milani. Theater? I think what is it, Scott? They're Thirteen or fourteen? Fourteen plex. Fourteen plex. <laughs> yeah. And then it comes in with the the drums and the marching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love. Oh it. my gosh! Every <laughs> yeah. time, I like. I want when I go home. I like have to watch a movie <laughs> to see that. Yeah, Scott, you take. You probably take it for granted, man. I miss that so much. Now oh. I get to see Nicole Kidman. Oh, I was about to say that. I was like, I'm so tired <laughs> of Nicole Kidman. What I would give yeah. to see oh, I don't to even see know. some yeah. malo, some malos and like an ipu and like yeah. having keep having them go <laughs> go at it. You know, what's funny is uh, one of the guys in that he's a kumu at the of the hula classes at Midpack. Yeah. So I would. Oh, that's cool. So one of my buddies who was in the halal, like uh, when we were watching, every time he'd be like, "That's my kumu, baby. That's my kumu." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think of that every time I so see it. I'm like, even though he was not my kumu, I'm like, "That's my kumu, baby." <laughs> yeah. By proxy, oh, yeah. You're like, proxy. oh, that's exactly. mine too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's the halal of midpack, so it's kind of my halal, right? Kind of. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's true. You're related. You're related. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know what? This. I think we're on this really good track, and I think I want to skip around, Scott. Let's go. go let's go to question four from Drake. Mm. While you drink water. <laughs> okay, here we go. You want me to get okay? So um, Drake's not here today, but he has a great question. Um, he's like, "You're from Palau, a fellow Pacific Islander. Uh, we are proud peoples." So it's a two-part question. Okay. Um, for you, what does your heritage mean to you, and how do you rep your heritage in your work? Oh man, that's a heavy, heavy question. Good question. 
Thank you for that question, Drake. Sorry you're not here. Um, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's very important to me about Pacific Island heritage. And I think that for me personally, I have, a, mm. I would imagine a little bit more unique of a journey. So um, I'm Hapa. My dad's, my dad's white. And, and I was born in Maine in the States, but we moved out mm-hmm. to the islands to Micronesia when I was like five months old. So I was raised out there, but my parents wanted me to have a quote, good education. So yeah. they, they made it a point to teach me English. Like or have me only speak English. You speak better English than me. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's for sure. Thanks, yeah, Dad. Same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he's got the, he's got the good English in our family, and uh, and so uh, and and because at school they're teaching all the kids English, uh, I kind of grew up in this weird bubble where I didn't grow up speaking my own language. You know, like Palawan. Yeah. I, mean. mm. um, I don't. And 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 when I got to, and I think then I got to midpack, and then. Now I'm like, well, so in Palau, I, I was in Micronesia. I'm feeling like a little bit of an outsider because I was like, I'm I'm Palauan, but I don't really speak Palauan that much. And I'm yeah. lighter. Mm-hmm. I don't look like everybody else. And then I go to Hawaii and then like, where you're from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Palau. So I'm not even really from Hawaii, you know? And then I yeah. come up to Cali and I'm like, where are you from? Like, and I, so I, in a weird way, I, I don't feel, I feel like an outsider almost everywhere I am. And so, but, but my, uh, my Pacific Islander, background in general whether it be like Hawaii or blah like that's the biggest part of my identity because that's all I've known till I moved out to the mainland you know like I grew up in the mm-hmm. islands like regardless like yeah uh and and so being a Pacific Islander is like my entire identity I mean yeah I see like my hat and I, I <laughs> yeah, wear slippers yeah. everywhere I go I'm notorious for like slipper tans like out here <laughs> nice. the, or sandals sorry sandals. yeah I know I bet everybody was like slippers what are you talking oh my about because I, I have still that conversation. Say slippers too oh yeah I yeah, people I, yeah, like, I say conversation like twice a day it seems like um, <laughs> yeah uh, no but um yeah, well, that and also when I hear people say karaoke and not karaoke, I'm like, oh, God. Okay. Ooh, yeah. cringe. Yeah. <laughs> cringe, cringe. Mad cringe on that. Uh, yeah, but, um, man. But yeah, yeah but being, being Pacific Islander is like just a huge, huge part of my identity. And I uh, just actually your second part of the question, how do I, uh, what was it, how do I rep it in my everyday life? Or? Yeah, how do you rep it Correct. in your work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or in my work. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely try to lead with that. Uh, and um, and one of the things I did recently is like, you know, adding my, for example, adding my, uh, Palawan name into my, uh, what I would call stage name, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, ha- having Tom Tarkong Michelson. Cause I want people to, to know, just even just looking at my name. Cause, cause because I have what I consider a very white name, Tom Michelson. Right. Um, mm. that you're talking almost... to Thomas Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right, exactly. You guys yeah. know, you guys know, especially growing up, like, yeah, growing up mixed or growing up in the islands, like we all have different ethnicities mm-hmm. and backgrounds, but your name on a piece of paper is going to already like, uh, tell people a story a little bit about you. And, yeah. um, and I found out here, everybody, everybody thinks I'm something different. Yeah. But most people think mm-hmm. I'm like Hispanic. And uh, one of the <laughs> things that I, I get a lot of like Hispanic kind of auditions sometimes and like it'll say in the breakdown, I'll be like, oh, like, yeah, here's this 30 year old Hispanic guy. And I kind of like look at those extra careful because because if there's any Spanish in them, I'm kind of like, nah, like I'm not I don't speak right. Spanish. I'm not Hispanic, you know, right. Like, I yeah. can yeah. play maybe a Hispanic person or like someone of who's that ethnicity. But I. I, I'm not Hispanic. I'm not that. I'm, you know, I, I don't want to honor that if there is a Hispanic role for someone who is Hispanic, they should get that. And just like if right. there's specific mm-hmm. Islander roles coming around, guess what? Like that should be on my 
plate, right? Absolutely. Um, right. So, so yeah, I, I, I try to represent that in my work where letting people know from the jump. Yeah, I'm a Pacific mm-hmm. Islander. Here's everything about me. Even my headshot, you know, if you guys notice, I put I put on like some of my Hawaii stuff. Because I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. I need to capture who I am. It's not a costume. It's not a character I'm playing. This is right. just, this is how I look and dress all the time. So yeah. I need mm-hmm. to capture that and let people know that's who I am. Because if I lead with that, uh, that not only is that more authentic, but that specific Islander, which is who I am, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You definitely do it, man. And I already yeah. could tell right when I was looking at the Instagram, and we'll definitely talk more about Tom on the mic. But <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this brought us cool. Like, he, yeah, no, I get right it. On. Everything. <laughs> I, I completely relate to a lot of what you're saying, and I'm sure it was it was challenging probably to figure out who am I, you know, and and how do I want to represent myself. But it seems like you figured it out, and I love it, man. I appreciate awesome. it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So from there, how do you, well, I think we kind of answered this already, which was, how do you feel about this new wave of representation that it seems that mainstream media is taking the Pacific Islanders, right? We got Jason Momoa, we got The Rock, we got um, Moana coming out. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about all that? I love all that. I I love it. Like representation in general is like so important, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and representation matters. It really does. And so to see that there's a big push for authentic representation is great. The one thing I'm a little bit worried about personally is, uh, like with representation, there also comes expectations, right? And so Mm. you named two amazing, awesome, great actor, actors, uh, Jason Momoa and, uh, you know, Dwayne Johnson, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't look like either of them. Right. (laughs) And, and not only that, not only that, like, and again, no shade to them, but they, uh, other than like The Rock for like who went to McKinley for a little bit and like Jason Momoa, who maybe is living there now, like they're from the mainland, right? Um, yeah. Other than grew, them being ethnically, other than being, I'm just talking about them. Right. Like, you know, for like sure. their, their culture, you know, their mm-hmm, upbringing mm-hmm. maybe. And so it's interesting because yeah. for me, I, I'm i like, wow, I definitely I feel like I look more more Howley than them or more, or not as... I don't look like I fit in the box of what a Pacific Islander is for them. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, Compared or at least what them. people think a Pacific Islander <laughs> yes, is, right? Like yes, Johnny so, Tsunami right. when we were growing up. You're like, that guy is go. not even, yeah, he's not even Hawaiian. He's not even like, I don't even <laughs> yeah. know if he's Asian. I'm sure he's Asian, but like, <laughs> right, he, right. he did not look like people I grew up around. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that's the thing that I think that I'm kind of coming up against a little bit is like, hey, you know, just heads up. Like, we look like this too, you know, like. And yeah, yeah, for sure. And so you can, you Love know, that. so if you're making Lilo and Stitch, you can still call me up, Disney, because like <laughs> I'm a Pacific <laughs> Islander, you know what I mean? You'd be uh, perfect you know. for it. And it's not just yeah, about like would. looking like uh yeah, looking like Jason Momoa with his like long hair, looking like the rock with like the nuts, you know, Polynesian tat or whatever, like yeah, not everyone's like jacked in a surfer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> jacked in a surfer. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's great. I love the any anytime there's more opportunities for anybody, I I'm, I'm all for it. Right on. Yeah, I love it, man. That is, yeah, it's so it's such a good time. But I agree with you. Like, show the full range of Pacific yeah. Islanders if we're gonna talk about. Oh, like real Absolutely. quick. Like, did you hear about the? Yeah, there was like hate that one. The girl who's cast as like uh, the older sister in Lilo and Stitch that she was getting recently. No. Did you hear about that? Like, uh-uh. oh my god. It, maybe it was maybe it was smaller than I'm making it out to be. Because uh, again, I think I saw this on like Twitter, so it's probably Let's not a blow real it thing. up. Yeah. Exactly. Let's blow it up. Everybody's people, mad on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's mad on Twitter. I actually yeah. legit saw like uh, tons of people, like a thread of people complaining that like, oh, she's not even, she's not even Hawaiian. How could Disney do this? And I was just thinking, I was like, 
wait, what? And I looked it up and I was like, well, hold up, hold up. She's like born and raised mixed from Kauai. Like you guys who are complaining about her not being Hawaiian don't even know what you're complaining about. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Do you know how wow. many people are actually Hawaiian and which is, you know, great and amazing. And we need to, you know, we need to elevate everybody, especially, you know, people who are of Hawaiian ancestry. But that's not all what being from Hawaii is about. You know what I mean? And right. for them to talk yeah. about this girl who's mixed and again, looks like us, like from Hawaii. I was like, they're complaining that she's not like Hawaiian. Do you even know what you're saying? It was just so yeah. interesting. Like, uh, yeah. you know, that, yeah, people <clears throat> that people just want to be mad about stuff sometimes, you know? That, yeah, I, I do For find sure. that being a little unfortunate on some things, but there's still, yeah. I, I try, and I think we all try on this show to to talk about why we love these things, why it got us oh, excited, yeah. why it fired up, why it fires up the little kid in us again, you know? Yes. And I think, mm-hmm. I think there's a ton of that. And speaking of like past experience and things that you've worked on, I'm going to read this so I don't mess this up, but sure. you have had a ton of experience acting. I mean, you've done comedies at Groundlings. You've been in some major shows like Pan and Tommy, How to Get mm-hmm. Away with Murder, Jane the Virgin, incredible top-notch shows. When did you, or how did you realize that this was the career you wanted to pursue? Um, I, in a weird way, deep down, I always knew I wanted to do this. I was always the class clown, the performer. I was the first one on the dance floor or the stage. I was always that person who this sounds like so horrible and conceited, but I was always that little kid looking for a spotlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was always the loud, I'm the loudest person in any room I'm in even now. And so I kind of, I don't think I knew this was even a job, but um, one thing that I remember uh, is watching Jim Carrey in the mask. And not that oh. I'm all not, not that I'm Jim Carrey at all, but like, then I saw him in Ace Ventura mm-hmm, and I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, this guy is just making people laugh for his job. Like right. that is right. I want to do that, you know, I want to. And, and I think that's maybe what put, planted that seed in my head, other than me kind of already having that personality in that type. And I, you know, I fought it for a long time. You know, I um, after um, after college, I, I got a desk job and um, and before I knew it, I was there for like 10 years. And I was like, oh, man, am I am I serious about acting and getting into that? Was that just something right. I was just wanting to do as a little kid? And. I got back into it by mm. doing improv again. I was like, let me okay. do some classes. Let me get back in. And then the minute I did it again, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is exactly what I need. This is it. This is it. This is what I need nice. to do. This is what I want to do. And but I'm fortunate and lucky that, you know, um, that, that kind of mindset and, 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 um, and the hard work behind it to, you know, get myself here and to put myself in positions to be seen is, was quickly kind of recognized. And I was able to get cast and a lot of stuff kind of, I mean, for all intents and purposes, pretty quickly, you know, like I, I moved yeah. out here in, in what, 2017 and not including the pandemic, you know, I've already booked, um, more than, you know, what, six or seven shows. Some aren't even on IMDb yet that I can't talk about. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really cool. And I'm really lucky. And, and cause there are people, you know, who've been out here in Hollywood 10 years, haven't got one, you know? Right. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons why, but, um, <laughs> but I, so I, but just for me, like, getting out here and putting in the work and um, creating my business essentially to, you know, my business of being an actor and my product is myself and, and selling it in that way. And, uh, you know, and to see that people are buying the product, I'm getting cast and stuff. It's like, okay, you know, that proves, but I got that first phone call, man, Dream the Virgin was my first role that I I got uh, a first official real Hollywood 
role that I got. And I, when I got that phone yeah. call, I was like, holy shit, this is like everything, just all the blood, sweat and tears and 10,000 hours like coming to a point right now. You know what I mean? It was like the yeah, best one right. I could ever get. That must have felt oh, insane. My God, it was, I was on cloud nine <laughs> yeah. for like six months. I swear yeah. to God. But then of course, you know, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, uh, phone's not ringing and I need to get, you know, cause, cause yeah, next job. when you're an actor, yeah. yeah, you only get paid when you work. And so it's one of those, mm. it's one of those weird things. It's like a, <laughs> drug like i book it i'm like yes and i enjoy it and it's great and i'm on set and i'm working it's cool and then i'm done and then i'm like okay and then the high comes down i'm like all right now i need i need another hit i need a What's i need to go out there and yeah. audition and work so yeah oh that's awesome man yeah i it's so cool that you did it you you decided to take the plunge you didn't because i think people are scared right a lot of people oh, are really yeah, scared including to me like, yeah to begin yeah. with yeah but you push through the fear. And I think that's what's amazing. And, and it's inspirational. Even for me, it's like, yeah, man, okay, cool. You know, it's not too late to try. It's not, not too oh, late to do something. Oh, it's never too late to try. About. I just saw this awesome interview with Seth Rogen <clears throat> where he was <clears throat> like, the only thing that separates the people <clears throat> who make it from the people who don't are, is that uh, the people who don't quit. If right. you don't quit, you know, like if you, if, if you don't quit and keep going, you may not make it. Right. But if you quit, you're for sure never going to make it. And he, and he right. was getting it back to bringing it back full circle to X-Men. He's like, look at Ian McKellen. Like I never heard of him until he was an X-Men and he was a, what 60. Right. And now he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world. He's in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's in Gandalf. like every friend. He's exactly. He's Gandalf. He's Magneto. Yeah. And yep. And he just kept grinding and kept hustling, you know, and granted, you know, he's been working and making money before that he was a household name. It's not always about being famous, but, right, but that's right. exactly right. It's like, yeah, I mean, if he was like, you know, I'm acting's hard, it's tough. I'm, you know, I'm not on billboards yet. I'm going to give up. Then guess what? He wouldn't have got there, you know? So the only difference is the people who make it and people who don't are the people who don't get, actually give up. So right. yeah, I would just say if you're interested or anything really not even just this business but if you if you have a dream and you have a goal you're you, you know the answer is always no until you until you ask until you try right? yeah right 100 one yeah, of the dreams right, right. that that i have that you've actually already achieved is being what? a guest on new uh -huh. rock stars oh yeah yeah like tell tell me a little bit about that process how'd you get connected with them and what was it like oh man um yeah, that was that was a good example of like just in general of one of the rules I I would say of Hollywood that I've discovered is like get out there and meet people, right? Network. Yeah. Because again, like you're trying to sell your product and you have to look at it like a business and you have to figure and the more people who know you exist, the more opportunities you can have. Right. And so uh I I totally ass backwards accidentally got into being with new rock stars just because I knew just because I had I had built my network out. So uh, I had a friend that I met who was um, on a panel at Long Beach Comic Con and was looking and had a bit he wanted to do and was looking for plants in the audience to help with his bit. Oh, and he, you know, awesome. he yeah. knew I was doing improv. So he was, oh, can you can you come on? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, free ticket to Comic Con. Yeah, I'll go. You know, like uh, no problem. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna have my other buddy uh, go too. Um, I was like, cool. Uh, what's his name? He's like, oh, uh, Tommy Bechtold. And I was like, wow. okay, yeah. So I me, Tommy, is. and my buddy, we rode, we drove down to Long Beach and like that fifty-minute car ride, just talk story, just hang out, cruise. We ended up hanging out all day, right? Because we're doing this thing and event. We have to get dinner afterwards. And Tommy, of Bam. course, is is just <clears throat> as cool, if not cooler, in person than on the show. Totally, like, he's so hilarious all the time and so smart and and so humble and so nice and so. 
Uh, yeah. I, so then fast forward now, like, you know, fast forward now a couple months and I was already a fan of new rock stars, like being a nerd, like watching stuff. Uh, oh yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden one day, like every day. Yeah. Like, right. And so one good. day I saw Tommy on screen. I was like, that's Tommy. What the, uh, and so <laughs> I, I, I shot him a message. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, how did you, and this was me being so naive. I didn't even realize he's one of like the, he's the, he's one of the stars there. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, totally. Uh, and so I was like, Hey, how did you, how did you get into like this new rock stars thing? I love that channel. I've been a fan for a long time and, and I would love to, you know, get on and talk about that. And he just emailed like a couple words, just being like, uh, email this producer and tell him, tell him I sent you. Yeah. So I, I did. And I did a quick little interview. They just wanted to make sure I wasn't a psycho and, <laughs> and um, yeah, and this was at a time sure. like I don't want to say New Rock Stars was like small, but it definitely wasn't as big as it is now. Um, oh, yeah, we uh, it was I think this was around 2019, so it was even pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, and the channel maybe only had like a million subscribers or something, which is still huge, but not oh, like yeah, the three to four that it has now. Exactly. And so um, yeah, so I, I started doing just some of the smaller shows like um, like New uh, Rogue Theory that they uh they had and yeah, um, yeah. and then i think once they saw that and then plus oh the other thing too that i that you'll you'll if you haven't noticed already is that new rock stars is that the people there like yeah they're nerds and they know what they're talking about but they're all uh, um they're all comedians all from improv right yeah i i've seen um Eric yeah. talk about that a lot ea voss as yeah says, yeah, right? yeah. yeah yeah he talks about the improv grind and i think he was even performing last year just oh yeah he that. still performs yeah he, he lives in the bay now but yeah he uh he performs at a, at a troop out there but like everybody that everybody from there is from improv so like jessica clemens you know she's she was one of uh she was an improv with him tommy oh. and eric met in improv um, Zach and Zach is from improv. Brandon is from improv. And nice. so all these people are improv folks. So then for me in that same way, like Tommy knew that, you know, they, yeah, that I could do improv because, and we, you know, we were laughing, hanging out that whole day from Comic-Con. So once they saw that I was a nerd and I knew improv and I could just roll with things and make jokes here and there, then that's, uh, I, I think that's how they just kept, you know, calling me back and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I haven't got a chance to be on since uh, their rebranding of everything, but I'm hoping to right. get back on break room soon. I used to do break room a lot like uh, yeah. last year and year before that. So that was a lot of fun. And That's awesome. they bring in just <clears throat> other uh, guest hosts sometimes just to mix things up, you know? Totally. It's so fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. I love it. Those guys are great. <laughs> and um, uh, and yeah, it's it's crazy now to to be like, what? Every, lot, everybody knows new rock stars. Like I get recognized in public for new rock stars. Yeah, it was a wow. trip. Well, that I was like, crazy. What? Yeah, I was like, that. That's nuts. Like, I I forget because you know we're just just like this. We're just cruising in like a room, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I know it what doesn't you're seem like. About. Yeah, and it then, doesn't seem like that. And then a lot of these people are more famous. Like me hanging out with Jess now is like no big deal. But we get stopped a lot. You know what I mean? Like totally. Because mm. it's like, oh man, yeah, I forgot they're famous. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I thought it was like. It was one of the highlights of the day, but at LA Comic Con, I was able to talk to Eric. I was able to oh, talk to nice. Jessica Clemens. Yeah, and got a little video with them and everything. They were so oh, super I, cool. I want to check that. That's so cool. Yeah, I, oh, man, I, I, I wasn't was on the amazing. panel because they just you know they just had mostly like the mainstays. But um, yeah, I, I went. To, I spent one of the days with Jess and Tommy at, at LA Comic Con. Man, I'm so 
Why would it run into each other at that time? Hey, if you're going to be at San Diego Comic Con, we'll be there. So oh, really, I'm going to miss the San Diego one, but I oh. wish I could. I wish I could go. Yeah, LA this year. Hopefully, I see you. Okay, right, um, on, right on. Yeah, but hey, we don't want to take up too much of your time either. Uh, I just have like a few more questions. Yeah, for sure. One because you are such an awesome like nerd like us. Um, who's your favorite Marvel character, and Ooh. what superpower would you have if you could have any? I'm sure Ooh. you've been asked that this before. Actually, uh, it's not not necessarily, or if it has, it's been a while. <laughs> Favorite Marvel character? I, you know, it's I get when I think about this. I also uh, I think this is cheating, but I think there's different categories. Like, like for example, uh, specific person, like not on a team. Yeah, I mm. think Spider Man maybe is my my favorite. Can't uh, go wrong with that. Choice. But can't go wrong with that. But right. but um, growing up, you know, X Men animated series. My favorite character was always Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, Summers. Oh, oh Wait, what? Are you kidding? You two no, that's, I'll exit now. No, he's <laughs> got a new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, your name's Scott, so you're already high up there. Yeah, that, that's my end. That's why I've been to, here. This you get long, to be here because you're, you're actually a Scott. <laughs> okay, cool. No, totally. Oh, oh, that's that, freaking awesome, man. But yeah, Cyclops. Is. That's how we sure. got became friends is I heard him talking about X-Men and I was like, <laughs> yeah. actually, I like butted in the conversation. <laughs> he just like slid in. Are you guys talking about X-Men? Totally. I mean, that is a fact about what happened. And yeah. Yeah, so, and yeah, and I've always been a Cyclops fan. Uh, my dad worked for a sunglass company that made the glasses Ugly, for the dude. movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. I still, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. about, I ended up buying, because I knew they were running out. I have about like five, <laughs> six pairs of the Ruby Oakley Juliet's because yes. of that. And those are my only sunglasses. And my wife always makes fun of me because sometimes... He's like, are you ever going to wear these? And I was like, but what if I lose them? Like, I can't get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you, you guys don't even know. Like, my sunglasses that I have all the time that I actually don't wear because now I'm afraid of losing them are the Oakley Ruby Juliets. Oh, my And I gosh. even bought off uh, eBay. Someone made these 3D printed uh, side blinders to, that, to clip in like James yeah. Marsden's in the movie Ooh, where it looks like from the Oh, movie. my God. I'll send it to you guys. I'll send pictures to you guys later. But, yeah, Please. it's like from the movie. Oh my God. Those are my most favorite. What's probably my most favorite possession that I have. Yeah. Is the, my Oakley, my Oakley Juliet's Ruby Juliet's. That's amazing. (laughs) Too bad you didn't get picked for jury duty so he could have signed it. You know, that like show he's doing on. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would love to meet him. That would be an awesome moment too. Again, just because he's Cyclops. Like, Oh my God, that'd be so cool. Absolutely. Oh, but the second part, what would be my favorite power? You know, um, this, uh, there's a lot of good ones, of course, like flight and all that stuff. But I've always my second favorite X Men character is Colossus. Yeah. So organic steel, like yeah, like that. That's always been such a cool visual to me. And then of course I'll grant some like super strength and stuff. So this would be unique. I'm going to say that one. I'm going to say organic steel, like Colossus. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. Great pull, man. Well, uh, hey, before we go, is there any future projects that you can tell us about or hint to that we can expect Uh, to see you in? Let's see. Uh, You're like trying to go through all your NDAs in your mind right now. You're like, which one? Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I think I can give you some clues about one of them at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, so one of them is, uh, yeah, there's a TV show that'll, uh, I, uh, I'm in coming out later this year. Uh, it actually was filmed in Hawaii and oh, so I got to come yeah. back for that. That was freaking the best experience. Like, cause, oh man, the set, it was like, maybe I'm going to wait too much here, but I'll say this. The set was like 
minutes from my cousin's house. So like, I just stayed with her and okay. it was amazing. And so anyway, that was, that was great. Uh, so there's something, uh, something about Hawaii that's coming out uh, later this year. I, uh, and then there's, awesome. there's a Netflix show that I did, uh, star at, uh, stars and Oscar winner. Uh, uh, if I didn't say see. congrats too for booking a Netflix gig, I should have started with that. But if oh, I did, oh, oh, the, the congrats newer to that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. I got yeah, two congrats, voiceover uh, Netflix things that are, uh, yeah, that I've already started, which are really cool. Um, yeah, that was a awesome. You know, it's it's great whenever you book one thing. So to find out you book two separate things in the same week was like oh, so so great. And the other thing too is that these are kind of long term projects. They're both for shows. So I'll be oh, in the booth cool. recording for the next few months, assuming the actors don't go on strike tomorrow. Right, um, right. But yeah, it's yeah. cool that you get to do both, like live action things and voice yeah, acting. Yeah, you know, and, like, and that was that's awesome. That was part of my kind of business model is like, you know, you want to want to catch a lot of fish, you got to cast a wide net, you know. So instead of just mm. pigeonholing myself to on camera, you know, I worked on a lot of skills for voiceover, and plus I love cartoons and animation. I was like, I got to do voiceover. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah! So so yeah, get on um, that new X Men ninety. Uh, you got to be the um, Hawaiian Spider Man. <laughs> Or like the Polynesian Spider Man for Across the Spider Verse, dude, yeah, that would bro. Be amazing yeah, dude. If they have, if they, yeah, like Lord and Miller. If you guys are listening, hit me up, dude. It's all good. I'll I'll come in and do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll do yeah. it for mi- minimal. I feel like I could Maybe totally. Not. I do feel like like I could totally do a good Peter Parker, like in a video game, like like Yuri Lowenthal. You know, yeah. like hey, I'm Spider Man, like something like that. I feel like I could totally yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta throw some pigeon in there, though. We need a pigeon spider. Oh, right. Lego swinging with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We go swing. Oh, we go swing, bro. Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> God, I want that to happen so bad now. We that's need to do too. like a Pacific Island. They'll probably get the rock to do it. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, it needs to be you. It needs to be you. I need to have a true fan. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, that's so I would exciting. Love to hear, I would love to hear the rocks, uh, more of the rocks pigeon to be like, Hello, got some Masubis <laughs> here. Like, let's say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Aloha, everybody. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> I'm from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, like Mr. Movie Phone, up. but The Rock. Yeah, and That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we love you, Dwayne Johnson. We do, we yeah. do. Shout out, he's still the man. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, man, I don't know. Scott, do you have anything else? Oh yeah. So before you go, um, yeah. where can people find you? Oh, like, on uh, social media, yeah. stuff so they can support. Social you. media is definitely the easiest. Um, yeah, you can find me on Tom on the mic on everything, uh, including Threads. Just came out. I'm on that yeah. too. Uh, oh, already got threads. you to follow, man. Exactly. Already, you already posted some you. sick threads. <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, I would say that there's that. I mean, outside my website, thetomm.com, but update that here and there when i can but um yeah my social media is where i post um a lot about what's coming up or what i'm in next and so that's the best place to find me so yeah come on there and let's hang out man this is incredible awesome. yeah mahalo to you man we oh, really appreciate you, you coming on it's been so fun uh one thing before we go i'll pass over the mic to you no wait you have any final words before i ask you to do one last thing Oh, uh, I don't think so. Other than congrats to you guys too for putting together a show oh, and coming up with a reason for you guys to like cruise. <laughs> no, I mean, it's awesome. And 
again, you know, putting putting Hawaii on the map, put the islands on the map, like I'm all for that. So uh, thanks for, yeah, thanks for putting the show together, having a fun platform like this and hope you guys become the next new rock stars. <laughs> oh, right on. Me oh, too. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah you too. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so before we close this out, we just asked all our guests to say this. You could say it, you could not put your spin on it, whatever. Right. But we just ask that you say, thanks for sticking it with us. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for sticking it with us. That sounds right. like such a radio like wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll take gosh. it, man. Amazing. Right. I love it. Hello, everybody. Awesome. Bye. Great. Thanks, guys. The Joystick Show. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, thank you, peace out, and make it a great rest of your week.